Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. A proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com. And now your hosts, Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 64 of the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are broadcasting live in the beautiful... Collar and Elbow Studios. Now, shirt of the day. One I'm wearing, it is the Sarge shirt because I'm ready for war today, Randy. I'll talk to you in a few minutes. But you can get this shirt 10% off or anything at the CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Always having sales at their website. You can get the sale price plus the 10% off. Just use our promo code at checkout, The Average Marks. Just one word, The Average Marks. It is the Elimination Chamber preview show as we get ready to fill out our scorecard. So if you haven't done so yet, you can pause the podcast right now, and you can, unless you're listening on KEZM, you can't pause, you can't pause uh, Terrestrial Radio, but you can go download the scorecards at PW Scorecards on Twitter and play along with us as uh, I just pretty much finished filling mine out. i got to do a few more. And then we have uh, on the line, uh, we got Brink joining us. Brink is the uh, new NXT AMP scorecard champ. He, after a recount won it uh back at the royal rumble so of course he won't have to defend it this weekend there's no nxt show so brink is just uh me and brink are going one-on-one brink was the runner-up on for the royal rumble so it's gonna be me and brink one-on-one and then everybody else is just gonna vie to become number one contender for fast lane which is coming up in a few weeks what's up brink are you ready to go one on one with a great one <laughs> I was I was I was I was hoping maybe you were about to say one on one with the Undertaker player. <laughs> no, that'd be a tag match player. Well, it, it, it was it was one or the other. Usually, a t- you're gonna make a tag team match, or you going one on one with the Undertaker. One or the other. It was always one or the other. That was the only two options with Teddy Long. So, and then also we got Cruz joining us. I think Cruz. I don't know. He might be fresh off of a. Uh, a day's sleep, but Cruz is uh, joining us, so Cruz will be filling out a scorecard as well. What's up, Cruz? You're actually going to you're going to be in Houston at Elimination Chamber on uh, tomorrow. That is that is correct. I will be in Houston, Texas, at Elimination Chamber, staring at Bailey's booty. Where <laughs> Where are you going to be? Uh, can you kind of tell us where you're going to be sitting? Maybe uh, kind of, or do you know yet? Inside or? the Toyota Center. Okay, well that. Or are you going to? Uh, put the signs by the gooch, like we discussed, to get in the <laughs> yeah, Average Marks podcast sign. We're working on the gooch pocket right now, yes! trying to get signs in there. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that's the only place they're yeah. not going to check. <laughs> I honestly don't remember where we're sitting. We're not on the floor, but we're kind of like in the first level. So hmm. odds are, uh, I, you might see us. I hope we're like. A good camera can hit us, and you'll just see us all night. So, check us out online, www.averagemarks.com. That's your central hub. Got some big news coming up next week about something that may or may not be called the AMP Podcast Network. Hmm? 
Mm, little cliffhanger oh, yeah. there. Yeah. All right, yeah. Stick, stay tuned for that. But you can find us wherever we're at. Man, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio. You name it, we're on it. Whatever your preferred podcasting platform is, make sure you subscribe or follow your boys. You also hit us with a rating and a comment after you listen, so that we get stuck in their algorithm, so that other pro wrestling fans can find us. And if you want to help the show out, we got some pretty cool perks on our Patreon page as well. Patreon.com backslash. The Average Marks. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Average Marks. All right. So now before we dive into the scorecards, uh, earlier this week you had a run-in with uh, a certain group admin on Facebook. And this this has not been your first run-in. You know, we post things on our social media obviously to, you know, help promote our show. And it's just – and it's not – you know, we do it to promote the show, let's be honest, but at the same time, it's usually birthday posts. We are, mm-hmm. you know, celebrating a wrestler's birthday, whether they're deceased, whether they're alive. We remember folks who would have been, you know, a certain age, whatever the case may be. We always, that's our big thing. We put right. birthdays, we always recognize wrestlers' birthdays, and we always put them in these groups. And apparently this is one group, and this is one guy named Randy Perkins who... Oh, you just went with the last name, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I was, did. I was trying to stay away from that. But, well, uh, you know what? He, <laughs> he He's a moron. And you had posted something earlier this week. Yeah. It was Tommy Dreamer's birthday. Tommy Dreamer's birthday. Go ahead and tell us the story. Just kind of you know go through it real quick. How how this all transpired. Right, so we're doing our daily birthday posts, and we share it in different wrestling groups. And if you can't post wrestling content in a wrestling group, why do you have a wrestling group? But anyways, yeah, it was Tommy Dreamer. And I got his age wrong because Wikipedia had the date wrong. His actual birthday is on February 13th. Uh Wikipedia had 14th. And so I said he was 47. Well, he messaged us on Twitter. And I marked out like a little schoolgirl with (laughs) the knee-high white socks and the skirt and everything, dude. I was going crazy. And I was like, oh, my God. But he said, thanks, and it's 48. Yikes. And I was like... And then I was like, oh, man, I messed up on another birthday person. We're, we're, we're going to have another Nick Aldis thing going yeah, I know, on here. Right? So I went to Wikipedia real quick, and I noticed it said the 14th. And I was like, oh, crap. So I was like, oh, man, it's your early birthday. Sorry about that. He's like, no, it's today. Oh, okay. And I, I was like, all right. So, so we had it So we had it right. We put, the, we put it on the 13th, yes. which is his actual birthday. Wikipedia has it wrong. They have it on February 14th, of course, Valentine's Day. And then, what, and then you posted it to this... Facebook wrestling group, and then what what happens? So then this big old troll named Randy Perkins comes around again. He got out of his hole, saw another birthday post from us, and he has it out for us because I can guarantee you this guy has banned us from posting in groups at least three to four times. He's he's that kind of hater. I don't know why he's that kind of hater, but he is. And I tell you what. Here's the Mikey Goes Mental uh, segment here, Patrick. Here we go. Well, essentially, he said we were wrong. Yeah. Right? He did. And you opened your mouth before, and I proved you were wrong, Randy. Why don't you learn your lesson, dude? You don't know crap about wrestling. You said he was also an admin on PD, uh, PW Guru? Yeah, I think he kind of runs it. I think it's called PW Guru or something. I don't know. Look, I don't even remember. If you have a wrestling group on Facebook or Reddit, and this guy's moderator, Randy Perkins... Get him out of there immediately because, number one, he doesn't know a damn thing that he's talking about. And, number two, 
I thought Nick Aldis had the smallest balls in the world, but apparently Randy Perkins does. Because let me tell you what happened. Not only did he come after us, and I proved him wrong once again, but then this dude not only deletes us for the second time off of the Major League Wrestling fan group, but then he gives us another band, so we can't post in Facebook groups until February 21st. Now, I looked at your profile on Facebook, Randy Perkins, and I can tell from your picture three things. One, you still live with your mother, and you probably work part-time as a cart pusher at Walmart. Number two, you look like a homeless Muppet. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> you look like a homeless Muppet, dude. And number three, <laughs> number three, you probably still wear Velcro shoes. <laughs> this guy, as The Rock said, has never tasted the poutine pie. <laughs> so, Randy Perkins... You, my friend, are a douchebag, and I hope Sean Mooney puts you in the hoe bag for another ca- uh, kayfabe commentaries because you's a hoe. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Screw uh, you, Randy. So Randy Perkins uh, drawing major heat from Mikey O here uh, I, I wish from, I, from this week. I wish I wouldn't have laughed at my own stuff because I was on a roll for a second there. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes hey, but the it's homeless, funny because it's true. You know, the homeless Muppet line gets me every time. I was there the whole time. He uh, he was wrong, and he was still, for some reason, trying to, you know, because apparently he messaged Tommy Dreamer, and Tommy yeah. Dreamer was telling him, don't believe everything you see on the internet. And he thought Tommy Dreamer was talking about us, but Tommy Dreamer was talking about the fact that Wikipedia got his birthday wrong, and we actually got it right, but Randy still could not... You know, grasp the concept that we were right and he was wrong. Yeah, I don't know. No, the message that he posted, Tommy Dreamer said no today. Yeah, no, t- and it, Tom, and you know, to a fault, Tommy Dreamer should have put know, a comma. It, Tommy Dreamer wasn't using perfect punctuation, but we're not gra- <laughs> n- n- Nazi gram, whatever the no, no, grammar no. Nazis. No, that's we, what it is. Hey, we love Tommy because yeah. uh, when we, we don't, yeah, Tommy, can, Tommy Dreamer can miss, you know, pr- pronunciate or use, you know, miss punctuation, whatever you want to call it. He can mess it up all he wants because we can kind of figure it out. But Randy's too stupid to, yeah. you know, figure it out, I guess. I don't know. Tommy's a fantastic guy. I remember, and this this shows you how much he pays attention to social media and his fans. Mm-hmm. Because I was tweeting the fact that I was marking out it because I was fixing a talk to Tommy Dreamer on an Impact Pro Wrestling presser. And when I said... Uh, hey, this is Mikey O from the Average Marks Podcast, powered by the Roar Network. He was like, oh, yeah, I saw your tweet earlier. Thank yeah. you, man. I was like, holy crap, this is, my day is made. Awesome. So, but yeah, so there you go, Randy Perkins, you're a moron. Yeah, screw uh, you, dude. All right, so now it's time. Uh, we got anything else we want to talk about? Oh, yes, I mean, we Monday. can talk about Randy more. No, that's okay. a, we don't want to waste any more time on Randy. Monday afternoon, we're going to be out at the Lake Charles Civic Center. We're going to have to try and figure something out because the forecast is calling for a 50% chance of rain. But This weather over here, I tell you, it always ruins a good thing. Every single time. And last time WWE came to the Lake Charles Civic Center, we went out there. And it's probably going to be windy, and it, too. And I don't it started, want to get your equipment wet, dude. And it start, well, that's, here, here's the thing. Well, we can talk about it. I was going to try to get the... You know, maybe we got, we got some tents here. We can kind of just hang the tents over, and we'll 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 see what the weather's looking like, and we can get, discuss it over the next couple of days. So, but uh, we as of right now, weather pending. We plan on being out at the Lake Charles Civic Center Monday afternoon, doing a little live stream. Uh, obviously, reaction to the elimination chamber, and then uh, talking about superstars getting out their cars. Yeah, we'll try and get some footage of some superstars getting out of their cars. Maybe if you know, us we can figure something. Yeah, if we can figure something out, see if we can get some some somebody with us. You know, on the broadcast, interacting, trying to yeah, interact with someone. Them. They'll come over to the gate and like chill with you for a second. Oh like, yeah, they absolutely. Show up early. Yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> so yeah, that'll be on that'll be on Monday. We're gonna do that Monday afternoon in uh, Lake Charles. Uh, the, the day after the Elimination cha- Chamber pay-per-view, which is why we're here. So Right, and we're working closely with WWE to try to get some tickets to give away during the live stream, but don't hold us to that. Yeah. It could not happen as well. Yeah. All right, so speaking of Elimination Chamber, we are here to predict Elimination Chamber as Elimination Chamber is tomorrow. It's going on right now if you're listening on KEZM. So let's go ahead and dive into it, and we're going to start, uh, like I said if you earlier, if you want to pause the podcast right now, go download a scorecard, play along with us, and uh, go find them at PW Scorecards on Twitter. All right, so if you look at the first match on the scorecard, it's the Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy taking on Akira Tozawa. Let's start with Cruz. If Cruz hadn't fallen, I hadn't heard Cruz in a, in a few minutes, so maybe I, I guess he's still awake. Cruz, you still there? Yeah, I'm uh, still here. All right, Cruz, you have yours filled out. Uh, we'll start with Cruz, and we'll go to Brink. We'll go to Mikey. Is that yours, or is that no, Elijah's? No, Elijah's punished because of his grades, so I have hopped out of my position as a valet, oh, okay. and now I am a performer for all at, least right. one, at least one week, depending on his grades. Oh, okay, so uh, I guess until Elijah gets better grades, uh, Mikey O is going to be participating. So Mikey, so right now it's pretty much Mikey O going up against Cruz to be the number one contender. If uh, Conrad Lee also wants to fill out a scorecard, uh, I don't even know if he was able to join us here. I didn't, even, I didn't even get a chance to reach out to him. But Conrad, if you're listening, uh, you can still fill out a scorecard and submit it to us before the show uh, Sunday evening, and we'll put you in the uh, in the running for the number one contendership. It's going to be me versus Brink for the belt ju- just for this Sunday. So let's start with Cruz now. Cruz, tell us what you got for the Cruiserweight Championship. Okay. Um, let's see here. I have uh, Buddy Murphy winning. <laughs> okay. Um, by pin, a total of eight aerial moves. And I do believe the match is going to be over 10 minutes. Okay. So that's what Cruz has. Let's go to Brink. Brink, I have your scorecard, so I will fill it out if you want to answer somewhat slowly. So go ahead and tell <laughs> us with you, what you have for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Murphy, 7, 5, and 3. What? Um, <laughs> Murphy? Oh, first of all, you said 7, 5, buddy, and 3. <laughs> no, no. I'm just messing with you. Buddy Murphy wins by pinfall. Uh, eight aerial moves. Sounds pretty good. Um, match time over over 10. Uh, I'll say yes. It'll probably be like 11 or maybe like 10, 30 or something. But yeah, you know. it'll be one of those things where it's barely over 10 minutes, I think. Let's go it'll to be like 10 minutes and five seconds. Let's go to Mike. Let's go to Mikey O here. Uh, Mikey O, what do you have for the Cruiserweight Championship? Uh, one guy that is definitely getting some poontane pie here. I got Buddy Murphy. <laughs> uh, pin, six aerial moves. And yes, over ten minutes. I wonder if he makes Alexa Bliss just wear the cruiserweight title. Sometimes that would, mm. I, I would, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have for the cruiserweight championship, I also have Buddy Murphy. So everybody has Buddy Murphy. I got pinfall, seven aerial moves, and I do not think the match will go over ten minutes. You think it's going to be a pre-show match? Probably. They screw these dudes so much. I know, but yeah. Well, it, it's definitely going to be a pre-show match, but I still think it's going like. <clears throat> 10 minutes exactly. Yeah, but I don't know. They, I feel like against Akira Tozawa, they may have Buddy Murphy. I guess it just, I, I think it might go eight or nine minutes. They can put on a good eight or nine minute match, mm-hmm. I believe. And the, the, the pre-show is only an hour, so as far as I know. Um, all right, so let's go now to the next match. 
on the scorecard. It is the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship, the best tag team in the world, taking on the Usos. So Jimmy Uso gets to square up with some more folks uh, this week uh, and get to square up now with uh, not only the the best policeman in the world, but he gets to now square up with the best tag team in the world with his brother here. You know what? I bet you everything I own, this dude's trying to drink the pain away. Of? Just wrestling. Oh, I don't know. You know what or I mean? Or drinking the pain away of, you know, when he went to Mandy Rose's hotel room and she took that thing off and he got to, like, only could look at it. And now he's like, oh, man, like, I could look, but I can't touch. Now I got to drink drink that pain away. That's, what, I, that's yeah. what I'm thinking, maybe. I like, don't know. Like, essentially, WWE needs to stop testing for marijuana. Where'd that come from? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it would benefit a whole bunch of their people. It, it would, yeah. I think it would, obviously, with all the, you know. The, the and then these guys wouldn't destroy their livers with alcohol. Yeah. CBD right. is an amazing thing. All right, so let's go to Cruz. Uh, Cruz, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, what do you have? I have uh, the best tag team you've seen in forever. <laughs> By pin. I have, this is where I get fun. I have Shane pinning Jimmy because, ha ha, that's what you get for going to jail, punk. And uh, I have four near falls. All right, so uh, let's go over to Brink now. Brink, what do you have for the tag team, SmackDown Tag Team Championships? Just about the same thing. Shane, uh, I got best tag team in the world winning. Shane pins Jimmy because you want to go to AEW and trying to get yourself fired. <laughs> um, by pin, uh... I'll go four near falls. Four near falls. All right. Let's go to Mikey O. Mikey O, what do you have? Yeah, I got the best tag team as well. Pin, but I have Miz pinning Jay and four near falls. I can see Liam on the uh, <laughs> Bringman's uh, little boy. Bring, uh, Liam chilling, listening in on the uh, the podcast. I pretty much have almost the exact same thing that Brink and Cruz have. I have the best tag team in the world winning. I have Shane pinning Jimmy, so I have, of course, be a pinfall and... I have six near falls, so that's the only difference I have. So six near falls for that match. All right, let's go now to the Intercontinental Championship match. It's a handicap match. It's going to be Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush taking on Finn Balor. And what confuses me about this is, let's say Leo Rush pins Finn Balor. Is it Leo Rush, the Intercontinental Champion, or does Bobby Lashley just get it back? Is Leo Rush basically there just to win it for Bobby Lashley? That's a great The fact that you have to ask that question proves that Finn Balor's winning. Mm. Well, they might. They could. They could also have Bobby Lashley pinning Finn Balor. They could. Yeah, but if they're a team, do they share it? All kind of stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, Finn Balor's winning. There well, you go. They might want to set up. Fixed. They might want to set up a program with Lashley and Rush so they can break them up. And it's, it's possible the heat between who has the belt. It could be. It, it could be that. That um that could be so. With that being said, as I said, let's go to Cruz, and I think we know where Cruz might be going with this. So Cruz, tell us what okay, you have for so the intercontinental. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, uh, I picked Finn Balor. Uh, Finn Balor by pin. Um, let's see, what's the thing here? Nine near falls. Leo Rush definitely takes the fall. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have five aerial moves. Okay, so, um, so that's what Cruz has for the Intercontinental Championship match. Let's go over to Brink now as I get ready to write down what he's got. Brink, what do you have for the Intercontinental Championship match? Yeah, I'm with Cruz on this one. Balor wins uh, by pinfall. 
gonna go five near falls. Leo Rust will take the fall, so that would be a yes. And I go five aerial moves. All right, so Brink's going with five aerial moves there. You got Balor winning. Let's go over to Mikey O. Mikey O, what do you yeah. have? Uh, I got Lashley and Leo winning. I got a pinfall. Uh, seven near falls. I got Leo making the pin, so yes, and then five aerial moves. All righty. I also have Lashley and Rush uh, winning. I'd love to see Finn. Finn was in the Intercontinental title match last year, but he lost to Seth Rollins, who's now in the Universal title match. So I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, because you know, Brink was talking about going into the Royal Rumble if, you know, Balor loses, because this was Brink's theory, and I actually li- really liked the theory. He would lose to Lesnar at the Rumble. He would enter the Rumble and win the Rumble and then come back at WrestleMania as Demon Balor and defeat um, Bobby uh, Brock Lesnar. But I think they should maybe do the same thing, except now you have him lose to Lashley and Rush, and then you kind of build it up, and you have a Lashley versus Finn Balor one-on-one for the Intercontinental Championship at Mania, except you have Finn come out as the Demon. Go ahead, Brink. Well, well what, what if you have Finn come out as Demon Sunday? Well, I mean, become, it's, well, a handicap, it's a handicap match. What if Finn thinks he needs the extra edge and comes out as Demon? Well, I, I guess I could kind of see that, but I feel like, it, you know, I don't know. Elimination Chamber, because the last time they used the Demon was obviously what, at SummerSlam, right? They used it at SummerSlam. So I don't know if they want to pull it out at Elimination Chamber. I wouldn't be surprised if they even built up this match, not even mentioning anything about the Demon, and then when WrestleMania comes... It, he just appears as the demon, and it's kind of somewhat of a surprise. So, I mean, I would even like that they did that. I don't think they'll pull it out um, on Sunday, but, I mean, if they do, hey, if they do, he's going to win the match, obviously. So, Demon Balor yeah, never I loses. I don't I don't think they're going to have him come out as a demon either, but if he did, it would make sense. It would, it's yes. It's not just like it's Lashley versus Balor one-on-one. It's Lashley and Leo in a handicap match against Balor. Oh, yeah. So okay, so I said they have got I got Lashley and Rush pinfall five near falls. Leo Rush uh, will not make or take the fall. I think Lashley pins Balor and uh, six aerial moves. That's what I got. So let's go now to the Raw Women's Championship. It's Ronda Rousey taking on Ruby Riot. So let's go back to Cruz now. Cruz, what do you have for the Raw Women's Championship? I have Ronda. With the win by submission, eleven minutes and no riot squad interference. Oh, interesting. All right, so let's go to Brink now. Brink, what do you have for the Raw Women's Championship? Uh, I got Ronda winning, and I mentioned it on WrestleCast. Predictable is not bad. It's super predictable. There's no way Ruby Riot's winning because Ruby Riot versus Charlotte at Mania? Question mark. No. Um, Ronda wins, and I think I think the match is going to actually be really good, and it's going is actually going to help Ruby Riot more because it'll show someone like Ruby who hasn't really done all that much on the main roster, kind of up her game up and, and show people like, hey, she she can go, and she made Ronda look pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I think Ronda wins um, by submission. Uh, I'll say. 13 minutes. Okay. And no and no interference because Riot Squad's already in the chamber. So if they're not going to come out before because they got to prepare for the chamber match, they're not going to come out afterwards because they'll be beat up by the chamber match. So Yeah. Yeah, no Riot Squad. 
Alrighty, so let's go now to Mikey O. Mikey O, how do you see uh, the Raw Women's Championship playing out? Yeah, if you're watching us on live and Twitter, hop in this live chat and let us know what you think about these matches as well. Because we definitely wanted to be interactive. I got Ronda Rousey winning, of course. No way she's losing to Ruby Riot. I mean, come on. Uh, I got submission, 14-minute um, time limit, and Riot Squad interfering. I got yes. I also have Ronda winning via submission. I think the match will last about seven minutes. And uh, Riot Squad, I think the Riot Squad will be there, and I think the Riot Squad will try to interfere. I, uh, I think that, because I think Ruby will probably need the Riot Squad to interfere to even to probably maybe have a chance to kind of get the advantage on Ronda at some point. So, um, but yeah, but I got Ronda winning, obviously, by submission. All right, let's go now to the uh, no disqualification match. I don't even know when this match was added, but Braun Strowman versus Corbin round 58, it feels like. Um, so, simple enough. One-on-one, uh, -on -one, no disqualification. Cruz, let's go to you. Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. What do you have? Braun Strowman? Actually, I have Braun, but Braun Strowman <laughs> uh, by pin. I have, uh, let's see, three finishers. Going against everything I felt in my body and have always done. Yes, announce table destroyed. Yes. Yes, outside interference. Yeah. Real quick, Brink, uh, before we get to your pick, I forgot to write down. I, I know you picked Ronda. I know you picked by submission, but what was your match time in minutes? I think it was, what, 14, was it? 13. 13. And Riot Squad interference, yes or no? no. Okay, no. All right, no. cool. All right, Brink, so let's go to you now for the notice qualification match, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. What do you have for that one? See, we talked about this on WrestleCast. We're like, God, we're getting another Strowman versus Corbin match. We've seen that a thousand times. And then Conrad looked it up. You know how many times Strowman? Corbin and Corbin's actually fought one-on-one. -on -one. How many? One. Once. Wow. <laughs> but Official it, match, just once. Yeah, and I get, but I, and I guess, you know, the reason it feels so long is just because they've been feuding back. It's, it's been boring. <laughs> yeah, with that, that too. But, you know, they've just been kind of bickering back and forth, and it, it just feels like they, they've, I mean, they've encountered each other so many times. Just, you know, besides the uh, the only one on one match they've had, they've encountered each other so many different ways and stuff that it just it just feels. And then you know, like Brink said, it's been just boring. Strowman, I don't know, still don't know what the hell they're trying to do with Strowman, but maybe I have a feeling something might happen in this match that someone may come out, someone I, I don't know, or I feel like this match right here is gonna maybe some sort of set up Braun Strowman's WrestleMania match some way somehow. I don't think he's gonna fight Corbin at WrestleMania because let's face it, nobody wants to see Corbin and Strowman at WrestleMania. But like, who do you find for Strowman? I don't know because like last year he won the tag team titles with a freaking ten year old at WrestleMania. <laughs> so like, I don't know what they're you know, and he's not in the Universal Title picture. He's not. I mean, maybe he goes to the Intercontinental Championship picture. I don't know. That's the thing. So. Um, I'm interested to see where they go with Strowman, though, because obviously they're not going to not use him at WrestleMania. Hopefully they don't put him in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, but we'll, I guess we'll see. So, uh, Brink, did you – so you gave me your predictions on this match just now? I did not. Okay, so go ahead, Brink. Give us your uh, your predictions for this match. Um, Braun wins by pin. I'll say two finishers because there's no way in hell that Baron Corbin's hitting the end of days on Strowman. How many? You said two? <laughs> um, two, yeah. Uh, now stable destroyed, yes. Outside interference, yes. All righty, so that's what Brinkman has there. Let's go to Mikey O now. Mikey O, what do you have for this match? Yeah, just expound on the whole Strowman thing. It makes you think, how much of a dummy or degenerate is this dude? Because obviously he's the body type that McMahon loves. 
Mm-hmm. So you know McMahon wants to put the title on him, but what is he doing behind the scenes that just makes him not title worthy? I mean, this guy must be just a straight moron. <laughs> he destroyed Vince's limo. <laughs> well, I mean, so did Stone Cold, and he hit him over the head with a bedpan. Yeah. <laughs> Boing. So, all right. Uh, yeah. Greatest accidental spot ever. <laughs> I got that was so funny how the video like he hit him so hard with the pan the video the sound is delayed oh yeah I don't know I was that and when he zaps him with the uh, the, oh, the fribillator yeah. whatever it's called <laughs> all right I got Strowman pin four finishers uh, yes the table is going to be decimated and no outside interference I also have Braun Strowman winning this match via pinfall I'll go four finishers um, announced table destroyed during the match, yes. And also, yes, outside interference as well. Let's go now to, uh, let's see. We'll, we'll start with the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. We'll go back to Cruz. Uh, let's see. All right, Cruz. So give winner last? Yeah, we'll, right? we'll do winner last. So go ahead and do all your extras. <laughs> we'll do all of our extras first, and then we'll go back around and each say our winners. Okay, my Entrant um, order for the Elimination Chamber. The starting two are going to be Jefferson Hardy (laughs) and Samoa Joe. Okay. Number three will be the new Daniel Bryan. Number four will be Kofi Kingston. Number five will be AJ Steeles. (laughs) And number six is obviously going to be Randy Orton. My first superstar eliminated, Jefferson Hardy. Ooh. Does a superstar go through a pod wall? Absolutely. That's a spot they do every year. Final fall, this might give away my winner, is going to be by submission. Mm. Who takes the final fall? The new Daniel Bryan. Because you're, the superstar with the most eliminations is going to be Samoa Joe. And your new hemp belt wearing dude slapping champion is going to be Samoa Joe. All right. He's going to light the hemp belt on fire. And we're all going to go home. Oh, my Lord. Yes. That would be it. Boy, that sounds like a fun time in Houston, man. I'll tell you what. Go Samoa Joe. Um, All right. So let's go now over to Brinkman. Brinkman, starting with the extras, and then you'll give us your winner last. Tell us what you have for the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. Well, if anybody follows WrestleCast, shout out WrestleCast, at underscore WrestleCast. Um, we tend to get off topic and sidetracked a little bit, but, and right now I'm going to get sidetracked to make a point. Go ahead. Um, we got time. First of all, congratulations to Jay White, new IWGP heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Jay White supposedly took over Kenny Omega's storylines, which means I think Omega was supposed to win the Wrestle Kingdom against Tanahashi. And then, you know, he was absolutely supposed to win at Wrestle Kingdom against Tanahashi. So, Tano won. Jay White took over Omega storylines. And now, Jay White is your new IWDP heavyweight champion while Omega's playing in AEW. Don't you think that they did the same thing with Kofi Kingston and Mustafa Ali? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, they, they, it's exactly what they did with, um, with Kofi. And. It was supposed to be Ali that went an hour in that golf match, not Kofi. Exactly. It was supposed to be Ali getting pinfalls over the champion in that gauntlet match. So I think Kofi Kingston is going to take Ali's spot, just like Ali was supposed to be booked in this match. Um, the starting two, AJ Styles and Kofi Kingston, 
Number three, I'll say Samoa Joe. Number four, Jeff Hardy. Number five, Daniel okay, Bryan, wait. obviously exhorting. Mm-hmm. Are you caught, All right, caught number, up, Patrick? Oh, go ahead. Oh, wait. Oh, no, he asked if you were caught up. Oh, uh, I, I just I got AJ, Kofi, Samoa, uh, Samoa Joe, and the number who's number four? Hardy. Okay. Five will be uh, Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan. All righty. Who you got number six? Um, <laughs> it's uh, a joke. Uh, uh, Carmella. Um, Carmella. <laughs> Nia Jax is going to attack Randy Orton. Screw Nia <laughs> Superstar eliminated because Cruz, you're kind of right. They all they tend to do the same spots in every chamber match, like you know somebody going through the pod and all that good stuff. Another spot they do a lot is surprise eliminations. Like, wow, that that guy got eliminated really quickly. Uh, first superstar eliminated me is Samoa Joe. Oh my God! Oh. Superstar go through a pod wall. Yes, Jeffrey Hardy is that crazy? Well, that pick just hurt my heart, dude. Jeffrey Hardy's the one that's going to jump off the pod. Jefferson Hardy through the pod. Jefferson Hardy is going to jump off the elimination chamber <laughs> onto like an announce through table. Through a pod. Through a pod. Yes. RKO'd through the pod oh, because final. you can come from nowhere. Exactly. I'm just saying, if that happens, I'm popping in real life. <laughs> He'll be there in real life. <laughs> oh, my final fall will be a submission. Okay. Who takes the final fall? Kofi Kingston. Superstar with the most eliminations, Kofi Kingston. Ooh. And you're a winner. And... Steel mm. champion. All righty. So that's what Brink has for the uh, the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber. Let's go now to Mikey O. Mikey O, what do you have for this match? Yeah, I got uh, starting off Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, then Joe, Kofi, Brian. Uh, first uh, superstar eliminated, Hardy. Uh, somebody go through the pod, of course. It's going to be a pinfall. Who takes the fall, Brian? Superstar with most elimination, Samoa Joe, because he's an absolute animal. And the winner, Samoa freaking Joe. There you go. All right. So, Mike Yo and Cruz agreeing on who's going to win the elimination chamber. Uh, my starting two, I got Kofi Kingston and Jeff Hardy. And then number three, Samoa Joe. Number four, the new Daniel Bryan. Five, AJ Styles. And then, of course, Randy Orton's last. First superstar eliminated, I have Jefferson Hardy. Uh, does a superstar go through a pod wall? Yes. Final fall, pin, or submission. I got pinfall. Uh, who takes the final fall? I think it's going to be Orton. And I think Daniel Bryan's got the most eliminations. So I got Daniel Bryan with most eliminations. And then I also have Daniel Bryan retaining the WWE Championship. I hope both of you are wrong. I also think he might have a little bit of help to retain. You think Rowan's getting in the cage? Uh, I'll, 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 you'll, you'll find out. <laughs> Patrick's booking it. You'll find out. How am I gonna find out? You just, 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 just trust me. You'll find out. Okay. You'll I'll be there. You'll, you'll be there. You'll be there live. So you'll definitely find out, for sure or not, if I'm correct. I'm gonna but, spoil everything because you know we're gonna be ahead of everyone watching the stream. I'm turning my oh, phone off. <laughs> yeah, but good luck trying to text out of there. There's gonna be so many people in there. Your service oh, may not be that great to get stuff out that quickly. If I spoil everything, I'm gonna give the wrong spoilers. <laughs> I'm gonna make everyone go. Like, well, I'd rather what? that. I would rather that than uh, the actual spoilers. That'd be great. That's uh, funny. All right, so let's go now. Ruby Riot wins by submission. Oh, my God, Ruby <laughs> Riot. Ruby Riot makes Ronda tap. Oh, my God. All right, now let's go now to what I believe 
it may be the main event of the night. It's the first ever Women's Tag Team Championship match. Uh, we'll crown, of course, the inaugural Women's Tag Team Champions inside the Elimination Chamber. It's Nia Jackson, Tamina versus the Riot Squad versus Bailey and Sasha versus the Iconics versus Carmella and Naomi versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. So we're going to go back to Cruz now. Cruz, give us your extras and then your winner. Okay. Uh, who's first and second? The first is going to be Sasha and Bailey and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Those are the first two teams that have already been determined to start the Elimination Chamber. Okay, now I see. I did this all last night, so now I see what I was thinking whenever I did all this. Okay. Okay, those are your first two. Number three is going to be Mela and Naomi because I want to see Naomi and Mandy Rose go at it. Mm Mm-hmm. Number four is going to be Nia Jax and Tamina. Number five are going to be the Iconics. And number six is going to be the Riot Squad. All righty. First fall, who makes the fall is going to be Nia Jax. I'm purposely leaving out Tamina. Uh, Who takes the fall is going to be Mandy Rose and DeVille, Mm. or one of them. Well, you got to pick one, I think. You can only pick one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who... Who messed up everything? Your boy. <laughs> it's okay, dude. I mean, either answer is right. It's just you can only have one. I, I think they're both going to take the fall. Ooh, That's how okay. impressive so, so, Nia Jax oh, is. Double pin. No, I'm not, I'm not going with that. I think, um, it, it is a possibility. That would be sweet. It is a possibility. Like Nia puts them on top of each other and then like pins I, them. Yeah, I could see them doing a thing where like Nia pins both members of a team to that eliminate be, them at, at one. I could definitely see that happening. Dude, you may think you messed up, but that is dope, Cruz. Well, we'll accept not, we, we will accept well, that we will accept that answer. But you only get the points if they both get pinned at the same time. If one no, or the I other have, gets pinned, uh, Nia making the first fall and Sonya Deville taking the. The first fall. Okay. Um, the final fall is going to be Penn. The person who makes the fall is going to be Bailey. And the person who takes the fall is going to be Tamina. Most eliminations, Naya. Tamina's probably not going to eliminate anyone, but she's part of the team. <laughs> yeah. And the winners and your new Uh-oh. inaugural Women's Tag Team Championship Uh-oh. is the Boston Hug Connection. Oh, there you go. All right, let's go now to, so we got one for the Boston Hug Connection winning the first ever Women's Tag Team Championships. Let's go over to Brinkman now. Brinkman, start with your extras, and then uh, lastly, give us your winner. All right, uh, who were the first two out of It said, like even said on the thing, Bailey and Banks and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville announces entrance one and two, so it actually said it on on the sheet. (laughs) See, that's too small. I never We were were, like searching all over the internet for like, all right, who's first, who's first, and it was written on the the sheets. Magnifying glass. Shout out to to PW scorecards. It's it's there though. It's there. P Dub. Oh, okay. I see it now. Yeah. Always keeping us with the information. Yeah. Always. Even though we can't see it and we're too dumb to look. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. So Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose and Bailey and Sasha will be the first two out. All right. First fall, who makes the first fall? I say is Mandy Rose. Ooh, okay. You got to give us who's coming out first. Oh yeah, yeah, like three through six. Um, uh, uh, Carmella and Naomi third. Iconic four, Riot Squad five, Naya and Tamina six. Wait, hold on. Say Riot Squad five, and then Naya and Tamina last. Yep. Uh, gotcha. Mandy Rose makes the. First fall. Okay. 
Um, she she pins Naomi to continue their storyline. Uh-huh. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Final. Yeah. How you Naomi can thank Jimmy for that. All right. Final fall will be by pin fall. Um, okay. I think this the self-proclaimed. Well, not the self. My hottest woman in red and Peyton Royce make final fall. Mm-hmm. I think Nia Jax takes the final fall. Oh, crap. Team wow. Team limbs will be Nia and my winners, the Iconics. All right. And the reason the reason I'm picking the Iconics is because WWE has a tendency for big things like this to have the odds-on favorite not win. Look at Money in the Bank a couple years ago when Cormero won. Look at the SmackDown tag titles when Heath Slater and Rhino won. Mm-hmm. The odds-on favorites don't normally win these matches, so I'm You're going right. Iconics. That's a good. Uh, that's definitely a good way to look at it right there. Yeah. All right, let's go to Mike Yo. What you have for this match? <clears throat> starting with your extras, of course. Okay, uh, three through six. I got three Riot Squad, four Na- uh, Naya and Tamina, five the Iconics, six Mela Naomi. I got uh, who makes the first fall? Nia Jax. Who takes the first fall? Uh, Mandy Rose. It's going to be won by Pin. And who makes who makes the fall? Mella. Who takes the fall? Bailey. Who has the most eliminations? Nia and Tamina. And I got Mella and Naomi winning this because when she's erroneous, because, erroneous. No, 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 no. You're going to hear erroneous. it. You're going to hear it in the interview coming up when she told me. Well, then maybe we'll just be bringing the gold to Lake Charles on Monday. But apparently um, Casey Jones said Sonya Deville told him the same thing when he interviewed her. So. Yeah, but she wasn't talking to me. And <laughs> I'm a good judge of character because I know Randy Perkins and Nick Aldis are douches. I felt it in this comment that Monday night at the Lake Charles Civic Center, we will see the gold around the waist of Mella and Naomi. All right, so that's what Mikey O has for that match. I'm going to start here uh, for that match. Entry order, I got Riot Squad coming out third. I have Mela and Naomi coming out fourth. Jackson Tamina coming out fifth, and the Iconics coming out last. I have Sasha making the first fall uh, over Naomi. Uh, uh, Let's see, final fall will be a pinfall. Um the most team with the most eliminations will be Jackson Tamina, and my final fall will be Billy Kay pinning Tamina, and I also have the Iconics winning this match. You throwing Billy Kay in there, huh? Yeah, you know, I think they're gonna, you know they're gonna try and give Billy Kay a little love here. I think so. I, I think give Billy, Billy Kay will. Oh, I'll give him, I'll give him, <laughs> give both of them some love. The Iconics, but uh, I think yeah, B- Billy Kay over Tamina. That's what I got. I think it's. I just think it's gonna. I tried to think you know differently. I was like, well, you know, let him get you know give Billy Kay the pinfall over Tamina, and I had the Iconics winning. So, um, all right, let's go now to the announce table destruction. Let's start with Cruz. I have a feeling I know where Cruz is at because he goes. He has his, you know, philosophy. But uh, our YouTube stopped at uh, thirty-nine minutes. Really? Well, son of a gun. I don't know why. Yeah, have big fun on the Bayou. If you remember, I have an announcement table getting destroyed in the Braun <coughs> Strowman match. So I had to pick one. Okay. Well, yeah. Go ahead then. Tell us what you got. English, fine. Spanish. Destroyed. Mm-hmm. Other, fine. Okay. So let's go now to Brinkman. Brinkman, what do you have for your announce tables? 
And I got the same exact thing said different. Um, <laughs> I got English destroyed, Spanish and other fine. Spanish and other fine. Mikey O, what you have? I got English and Spanish decimated and other is fine. All righty. And I have, um, I got English being destroyed. I got Spanish and other being just fine. All right, now let's go to the uh, everybody's favorite part. It is the unscheduled appearances. You get five of them this time. So let's go to Cruz. Uh, Cruz, give us your five and, of course, your gimmick pick. Um, spoiler alert, I don't have a gimmick pick. Oh, no! can't believe we, we, got, ah! we got a table being destroyed and no gimmick pick. Oh, Lord. Well, is this what is this really Cruz? His camera's off. I don't know if that's Cruz. Yeah. I don't know if that's Cruz. <laughs> I already told you. No longer hashtag the new guy. Well, it would it would have to be it's still a, a gimmick. It's still a good gimmick pick, though. You it would know? have to it's be still a still minor a good... league hockey player, right? That's well, the only kind that's of the thing. I couldn't there. find anyone. Like uh, everyone's too far away from Houston. Well, the Dallas Stars are up right there, man. You never know; somebody might make that drive. Right there, they right might make, there, or they might even fly. Away. Some Dallas Stars probably make enough money to fly down to Houston and go watch that. Probably make enough money. Okay, they do make enough money to fly down there, but but you never know. Maybe like some bench warmers might be like, nah, that's too much, you know? Yeah, my, I would say PK Subban's been I was there. honestly going to go with James Harden. <laughs> that's but pretty, that's pretty good. That's actually not a bad pick. They're in an all-star pick. game. Okay, so maybe not. He's definitely not going to be there. Well, who, who's scrubbing on that team? Uh, uh, is there any other player on that team besides James Harden? Yeah, you got a point. Chris Paul. Not that I know Chris of. Paul. Chris Paul, maybe. Uh, anyway, unscheduled appearances. I have Maria Shafir and Jessamyn Duke because mm. I couldn't think of anyone else. <laughs> well, um, gonna, that's great. Why didn't I think of that? They're going to be there for Ronda um, Rousey. Dadgummit. And actually, actually, you know what? My I got a gimmick pick. It's not written down, but I got it. Um, Drew McIntyre. Oh, that's a good pick. That foreshadows my interference during the no disqualification match. Um, Becky Lynch, even though she's on suspension, I have it on good authority she's going to be in Houston. <laughs> Who, what authority? Uh, that she's doing a, I believe it's Metro PCS signing in ah. Houston. And also, Charlotte Flair, I also have it on good authority that she's in Houston. And that authority is a radio station she did a interview for in Houston. Mm-hmm. God bless her. The queen. Okay, and we'll go. My gimmick pick is none other than Ronda Rousey's wife, Travis Brown. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> oh, that's Man, dude, he, he's going to rule pick. these. Everybody's going to be there that he just put in there. You think so? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see because PW Scorecards, ironically enough, uh, put out a statistic earlier. The last two Elimination Chambers has had a total of five unscheduled appearances. The last two Elimination Chambers. So, not a lot of people, you know, unscheduled appearances have not been a big thing for Elimination Chambers. So, they've obviously been hard to come by. Because, um, obviously, the last two years you've had five total. So, obviously, there has not been five in one single Elimination Chamber the past couple of years. So, it's going to be, I think it's going to be hard to come by. Uh, unscheduled appearances, but I do like some of Cruz's. With that being said, let's go over to Brinkman. Brinkman, what do you have for your unscheduled? I agree with the Drew McIntyre. I have him. Um, I also have Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler? Ziggler? All right. Um, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. 
Uh, I have Rusev. Okay. And I have the man who won the 2019 Royal Rumble will be facing Brock Lesnar, more than likely Seth freaking Rollins. All right, that's not a bad you know little five there. Yeah. I like the I like the Rollins pick. Let's go now to Mikey. Oh, Mikey. Yeah. Oh, what do you have? I'm feeling pretty pretty good about mine too. Uh, first and foremost, the man Becky Lynch. Uh, I got EC3. Uh, here's my gimmick pick, but it's one of my five. Deshaun Watson will oh. be there. Uh, he's going to be first row, and they're going to show him with the camera right off the bat. You can mm-hmm. guarantee it. Uh, Charlotte's going to be there, and Seth Rollins. All right, let me go with my five. I have – this is going back to when I said Daniel Bryan's going to have some help. I think – I got Luke Harper. I have Bray Wyatt. Uh, I got Charlotte, oh, snap. Becky, and and also I threw in Dean Ambrose. I guess Dean <laughs> Ambrose may show up, so – I think maybe Luke Harper. I don't know if Luke and Bray Wyatt's going to show up, but I have a feeling like Luke Harper may show up. And, you know, he, obviously him and uh, Eric Rowan have, have been a, a team. and uh, Or maybe Bray Wyatt. I don't know. There's a lot of speculation that. Because yeah, where, where the hell's Bray Wyatt been? I like the Bray Wyatt. Where the hell has Bray Wyatt been? You know? What about what about KO? Because his Twitter says I soon. Thought, I thought about Kevin Owens, but on Monday night, he they had a little video package. He said, I'll be back in a month. And in a mm. month is March 11th, uh, the night after Fastlane, mm. apparently, I think, is when we're going to see Kevin Owens well, back. Well, maybe he's trying to swerve you. He might be, but I see. I started writing Kevin Owens, and I actually scratched it out. I thought yeah. maybe Kevin Owens, but I think it's still a little too early. I think they had that video come out on Monday Night Raw, said I'll be back in one month, and of course, there's only 28 days in February, so exactly one month from when he said it was pretty much it was on Monday. So it's going to be on a Monday again, and it's going to be Monday the 11th of, so of March. It, I think is when he'll be back. Is it leap year when it has 28 or when it has 29? When it's 29, okay, and it's you. not a leap year. So uh, exactly February is exactly four weeks long. So, but uh, then that that's it. That's uh, yeah. that's what we everybody has on our brink. I got everything written down, so I'll uh, I can take a picture and then I'll give this to you somehow. Um, That'll work. So, all right. Well, with that being said, um, Cruz is gonna uh, definitely be there. Uh, Cruz, you, you thinking about? Did you figure out what you're gonna like make a sign of, or are you gonna bring a sign? Or yeah, well, I already said. Remember. Average March podcast. Okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, straight right. from the gooch. I didn't. <laughs> it's gonna be smelling like straight cruise gooch. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, yeah. So okay, that's cool. We'll, we'll definitely be on the lookout for. Uh, at least I'm gonna try and, hey, and do that. They ain't know? confiscating that sign. No, they not. They said no. Keep it. I don't care. Keep it as long as it doesn't say AEW. Just just keep it. On the back, I'm gonna have AEW. Uh, oh my god! You guys are gonna get it thrown out. Oh, what yeah, are you yeah, doing? You better, you better Gooch, show. Gooch side to the Gooch is gonna be <laughs> AEW. Oh, that Lord. way, all they see is Amp, and they're like, "What's on the other side, my Gooch?" My hey, Gooch. Hey, guess what? If you got AEW on there, they don't care if it smells like Gooch. They're giving you the Dave Portnoy NFL treatment. They're dragging yeah. you out of there. Oh yeah. For the record, I wanted to be known, and like this, this episode goes on in history for the invention of the word Gooch pocket. Gooch pocket. <laughs> Something I never thought was going to be said. The gooch pocket. Like, All right. I feel good about some of the stuff that's, that we say on WrestleCast. So. I tell you what, it's going to be interesting to hear this you go out on terrestrial radio. Gooch pocket. Yeah. That'll be an urban dictionary in a couple hours. Oh, somebody submit that. Somebody invent the gooch pocket, a place where we can eat, hide our shit. Oh, no. God, you can put your God, weed no. in there. Oh, Lord. 
Uh, I think that's already been done many a times. No, that hey, that, the, that's a, that's a different. That's the uh, what is it? The prison wallet. Yeah, that's different. The police do not fear the gooch. That they goes, will go in there. I was about to say that. That I think the prison, the, the prison or whatever thing. That's a that's up the the, the back door right there. That's, yeah, that's that's definitely not where I want to keep anything. <laughs> My goodness. Oh my God! Hey, if you're listening to us on KEZM, thank you so much for tuning in. A little bit later, after we go off the air, we're going to be playing our Carmella uh, interview. Yeah, and she and she called us earlier this week. We talked about Elimination Chamber. We talked about her uh, house show here in Lake Charles coming on Monday. So if you want to hear that in a few minutes. It's not going to be on the radio because we're on a time constraint. We only got an hour. It's Uh going to be at our website, averagemarks.com. Yeah, so go or on our, I think we have it on our YouTube page as well. So you can pretty much go anywhere and check out the Carmella interview. We don't have time to play it here on KEZM, but uh, definitely it's available, (laughs) averagemarks.com. If you want to listen to the full podcast or if you just want to go to our YouTube page, uh, The Average Marks, uh, just the interview is up there by itself, I think, on a video. Right, and if you're listening to the podcast, hang on, because it is coming here in a few minutes. All righty. Um, so we're getting ready to wrap this up here. Uh, Cruz, any final thoughts? You're going to be heading there, of course. Any final thoughts on Elimination Chamber? Um, <clears throat> I hope, um, you know how during, like, when we watch them, I'm pretty much bored. So I'm hoping live it's going to be riveting <laughs> and hold my attention and Bailey's butt. Yes. And Peyton Royce. I'm so excited. I can't control myself. I'm also looking forward to those. Oh, hey, if you didn't know everyone, Royal Rumble, Houston, Texas, 2020. Yep. I, I definitely want to be there. So if we can make that happen as a, as a just a group. Yeah. I even think Casey Jones said he wanted to go. Bryce Boudreaux probably going. I think I saw Stefan Ortego from Eunice. He said he was going. So. Dude, we could catch an X, that, the XFL that game next Saturday. That we get tomorrow night, I'm going to share it with you guys. Okay. That way we can all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're not going to go on sale. I would even think the pre-sale, it won't be till probably the summertime, I would think. But who knows? Yeah, you never know. I have a code to where we get them first. Yeah, I know. So once nice. you once you get that code, hopefully maybe they'll tell you, okay, this code you know, will be like they'll go on sale this date or whatever. Hopefully they'll tell you something like that. Yeah, but hopefully we know definitely, by the time we leave but Houston. Is that code only for you, though? Yes. It's only going to be shown inside of the Toyota Center for the Elimination Chamber audience. But you can definitely, you know, take a picture or whatever. I can definitely accidentally use it to buy four tickets. Yeah, so we'll uh, like I said, I, 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 I'm getting my income tags here soon. So you let me know. I will drop. I'm, I'm ready to drop some money on a Royal Rumble ticket for for uh, 2020. Definitely, because Royal Rumble is my favorite match uh, of the year, and they actually haven't been to Houston since 1989. That was the last time the Royal Rumble was in Houston. Of course, WrestleMania has been there at least once. The WrestleMania 25 was in Houston, which was almost 10 years ago. Now that I think about it, so uh, Survivor Series was in Houston a couple of years ago. But as far as like the, the big major pay-per-views, other than that Survivor Series, you know, Houston really and you know WrestleMania in 09 and 
You know, it's nice to see the Royal Rumble's going to come back. And I like And this one's going to be a Minute Maid. So yeah. we have a chance of doing it under the stars. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Absolutely. And you know, you know what I'm noticing now? You know, obviously, WWE, WrestleMania, they're starting to have WrestleMania in these big football, you know, NFL stadiums. And, you know, this year for the Royal Rumble, they went to Chase Field, you know, the Arizona Diamondbacks Field. Now they're going to Minute Maid. So maybe for the Royal Rumble, they're trying to, you know, go after Major League Ballparks, oh, which Yankee I – Stadium. Yeah, can you imagine a Royal Rumble in Yankee freaking oh stadium, God. man? That would be or in Fenway yes. or in Wrigley yes. or you know, that would be really really awesome. But of course, oh man, the, the giant stadium. Now the only the only problem with that obviously is there's no roof on some of those. Like, you know, Chase Field has a roof, Minute Maid has a roof. So, I don't know if they're going to go for those places that don't have roofs like a rig like a Wrigley or like a Yankee Stadium or something like that. But I do like the idea because I loved everything about the setup, the of the Royal Rumble, it wasn't a traditional, you know, it made it feel bigger. So it made it, it almost gave it that WrestleMania feel to it. And I loved that. So I'm super pumped that it's coming to Minute Maid Park in 2020. And Cruz is going to get the pre sale code and we're going to do whatever we can to get some tickets and be there. And I, w- I would love to make a weekend out of it because right now I, re- I-, I read it. NXT and Royal Rumble, it's happening. I mean, well, I, I did read. Anyway. I did read an article that they they could not confirm if, which we can all probably almost confirm that uh, obviously NXT Takeover will happen in Houston the night before. But they did not confirm if NXT would be held in Houston. It specifically said that in this article that I read it, uh, that they were reported that you know Rumble is coming to Houston. They didn't. They said uh, we can't confirm that NXT Takeover, or the Raw or SmackDown will be in Houston. But you know the, the way it's been the last few years. That seems like it would be the case. We'll have, um, you know, takeover in Houston, and it's going to be a whole weekend. It's one of the four big weekends of the year. Five, if you include Money in the Bank, obviously Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, and then Money in the Bank. So, I guess we'll see. But if they do, I'd love to make a weekend out of it. I would. I'll, I'll even try to find tickets. I'll throw down some more for a takeover ticket and a Rumble ticket. We'll make a get us an Airbnb and make a weekend out of it, man. Because we've, you know. We we've all gone to you know wrestling events as we're getting ready to come up on time here. We've all been to wrestling events, but we've I don't think any of us at least I had never had gone to one of these big events and made a weekend out of it. So right. um, really looking forward to the possibility of that if we can all make that happen. But uh, so Cruz gave us his final thoughts. Brent, quickly your final thoughts on Elimination Chamber for Sunday. Um, it should be a decent show. You got two chamber matches. One of them will be history making with the women's tags, and it's. This is going to be a solid show. I hope Cruz enjoys it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mikey, your final thoughts? Yeah, screw you, Dave Meltzer. I listened to your podcast a little bit, and you said this show's going to suck. It looks like a great card, and the only stinker I see is Strowman and Corbin because Corbin sucks. You're, <laughs> you're wrong again, Dave Meltzer. Uh, I'm excited for the women's uh, tag team championships to find out who's going to be the first one. I think that should be the main event of the show. That's just my opinion. Uh, it very well may be. I don't know. It is an elimination chamber match. One of the two chamber matches should you know, end the show, and I think it will be the women's tag team championships. When we had the first ever women's um, Royal Rumble, that finished the show. Did the first ever women's Money in the Bank finish that show? I don't remember. I don't remember if that finished the show or not. I don't think it did, but I think this should finish the show. The first ever women's tag team championship should definitely finish the show. So that's the one thing I'm looking most forward to. Right on. All right, we're up against time. KZM listeners, log on to AverageMarks.com so you can listen to the Carmella uh, interview or check us out on YouTube to search The Average Marks. For Cruz, for Brink, for Liam, I'm Mikey O. Patrick, get us out of here, son. Outro.
All right, so like we said for you podcast listeners, we are not done yet. We were just signing off for our terrestrial radio affiliates. Like we said, we talked to Carmella earlier this week about Elimination Chamber, about her coming to the SmackDown house show here in Lake Charles, our hometown. Patrick, are you excited to see Carmella? Maybe a dance break? Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see Carmella, dance break or not. She doesn't need to dance to look good, <laughs> trust me. A former Laker girl? Exactly, yeah. She's former a- Bastin. She's she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. The queen of Staten Island. Yeah, you got no, I'm it. I'm sorry, the, the princess of Staten Island, not okay. the queen, okay. not the queen of Staten Island. That was one of the questions. You, uh, was it, uh, I think, Conrad Lee? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, you asked Conrad, any questions y'all want to ask her? Yeah, when is she going to be the queen of Staten Island? Not just the princess. I thought that was pretty funny. She's so, too young to be a queen, I guess. She's, she's, go- she's gorgeous enough to be a queen, that is for sure. Well, I, I'm definitely glad that we got uh, face Carmella, not heel Carmella. Oh, yeah. The last time we talked to a heel girl... I got dogged out, and my masculinity was really, really hurt. Yeah. Screw you, Charlotte Bor- uh, Scarlett Bordeaux. Scarlett Bordeaux. All right, so it's time to get to the uh, Carmella interview, right? Yeah, most definitely. Let's hit it. Let's do this. All right, we are live on the CBD for you.net hotline, joined by WWE superstar Carmella. You don't have to live in pain anymore. Need help sleeping? CBD can change your life. This interview is brought to you by CBD for you.net. That's CBDFORYOU.net. Carmella, what's up? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Uh, I am fabulous as well. Let's start off at the very beginning. Now, you grew up in a wrestling household. You're a second-generation superstar. Your father wrestled in the 80s and the 90s. Now, in that kind of environment, and I don't know why I came up with this visualization, but God, I hope it's true. Were you like DDT in your baby dolls and maybe giving them like a Shawn Michaels <laughs> elbow drop from the couch? Oh, my gosh. Well, I was definitely the coolest girl in third grade, that's for sure. I got to go around and show everyone in school, my dad, in these wrestling magazines. And, um, you know, it was really fun growing up with a dad that was a wrestler. It was really cool. And speaking about when you grew up, you know, did you want to be like, you know, a hairstylist or a teacher? Other stuff that little girls want, or did you know from a very young age, man, I want to be a professional wrestler like my dad? Oh, I, I never thought I would be a wrestler because I never thought it was something that I could do. Um, you know, growing up, I watched, I, I loved Miss Elizabeth. I thought she was so classy and so fabulous, but I never thought it was something that I could ever like, attain. So I was a dancer my whole life. I danced up through high school, and then I cheered in the NFL and the NBA. And um, then when I found out about the opportunity to try out, I thought, well, this is perfect because I have a passion for performing. And then with my dad's background, I can't believe I'm actually here in the WWE. It's crazy. Exactly. And we got a few guys in our crew, and they wanted to ask you some questions. So Conrad wanted to ask you, you and Alexa Bliss came up from NXT without takeover matches and very little buzz. Now you two are some of the most popular women on the roster. When you got called up, what game plan did you have to make yourself stand apart from the crowd? Oh, just being myself. I mean, I was underestimated from from day one. I was the very last draft pick brought up to SmackDown Live. I'm basically like the Tom Brady of the WWE. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think anyone really had any expectations of me. So I just wanted to go out there and uh, prove myself and prove that I belong. And I think I did just that, making history now left and right, which is really cool. And I feel so lucky for that. Um, So, yeah, just be myself and just keep working hard and know that 
at the end of the day, I knew what I had to offer, and it just was a matter of time before everyone else did. That's right. And I tell you what, I should have learned this 9 to 10, maybe 16 years ago, but never underestimate Brady and the hood. They come through every single time. (laughs) Exactly, as do I. (laughs) Now, this question is from Brinkman. He says, when you were at the Performance Center, what was the best piece of advice Dusty Rhodes ever gave to you? And what did Dusty mean to the Performance Center? Oh, I loved working with Dusty. Um, Man, working with promos, that was, for Carmella, um, I I was never a wrestler. So I knew I had to bring something different to the table. And I thought, well, if I can't be this girl that worked on the independence and you know was wrestling for years i'm gonna have like a larger than life character and that was something i worked a lot on with dusty and he saw something in me from the beginning i was the first few weeks at the performance center i was in the classes with everyone who was on tv even though i wasn't on tv so i feel very lucky for that he saw something in me with my character and um you know turned me into the carmela you see today on tv Right on. This question is from Patrick Fry. He asked, how are you going to make 2019 a fabulous year? Oh, just by being Carmella. Mella is money, and 2018 was for sure the best year of my career, and I only want to keep going up. So, um, you know, right now I'm having a time in my life with being able to do these dance breaks and bring kids in the ring with us. And, you know, 2018, I was kind of a bad girl, so it's nice to play the good girl now and have some fun with the fans and interact with them. So I'm having a great time. Right on. And you've had the opportunity to have a lot of firsts in your career. You were the first Miss Money in the Bank. Now you're in the first Women's Tag Team Championship match. Describe what that feels like to you when when you get the word, hey, you're going to be in the mix. Man, it's so crazy, and I feel so lucky to know that I will forever go down in history as the first ever Miss Money in the Bank. And... Now I get to be a part of the first ever women's tag team championship match at Elimination Chamber. It's so surreal. And that's all I can ask for is, you know, working so hard to get here and knowing that no matter what happens, I'll go down in history. So, um, it's man, it's such a cool feeling. I just want to pinch myself that I'm even involved. Right, exactly. You and Naomi teaming up at Elimination Chamber this Sunday. It's going to be absolutely epic. Then you're coming to Lake Charles the next night. Now, how yes, do you? Maybe we'll be coming there as a t- women's tag team champion. I hope so. <laughs> now, the elimination chamber is a brutal match. Um, how do you recover from a match like that to go right to another city the next day and perform? Oh, it's definitely going to be tough. That's for sure. I mean, I was in a part of the first ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match, and that was pretty brutal. And I, so I can't even imagine what this is going to be like. Um, but the show must go on. That's the job we have as a WWE superstar. I keep pushing through and. I'm sure it's not going to be the most pleasant uh, match, but um, you know, I just want to push through, and I'm really excited to be in Lake Charles. Um, hopefully, we'll be having those titles, and we'll have a title match that night. And, um, of course, all of your favorite superstars will be there. Our truth will be there, and I'll be with him in his corner for his uh, U.S. title match. And, um, you know, Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, The Miz, everyone will be there. So it's- and speaking of your partner, R-Truth, what did you think when Nia Jax came out and totally blasted him in the Royal Rumble? Oh, Nia Jax is a brat. She's a bully, <laughs> and I don't think it was right that she did that. But it is what it is. He got he won the title the next uh, that Tuesday, I think it was. So um, I guess the joke's on her. 
Right, and then you talked earlier about how you idolized uh, Miss Elizabeth. Also, Trish Stratus was a huge wrestler that you looked up to when you were young. What did you take from both of their games? Man, I mean, I love Trish's story because, again, she didn't come from wrestling, like, same with me. And I love that she just worked really hard to prove herself. And, um, you know, she made history left and right as well. So it's really cool to, um, you know, try to, I mean, no one could ever follow in her footsteps, but we can try. <laughs> And you're also a certified fitness instructor and personal trainer. When wrestling is done and it's in the rearview mirror, are we going to see a Mella Jim? Oh, who knows? I don't know. I, I try not to think about that. I'm just living in the moment, having a great time focusing on those tag titles. And who knows? We'll see what happens in the future. Well, we're very excited to see you Monday night. SmackDown roster coming to the Lake Charles Civic Center. Road to WrestleMania. For people that don't know out there, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of professional wrestling around the world. Mela, thank you so much for your time. We look forward to seeing you Monday, and hopefully, yes, you are bringing the gold to Lake Charles. Good luck in your Elimination Chamber match, and we'll see you. Great. Thank you so much. Don't forget, tickets are still available, so we'll see you there on Monday. Don't miss it. All right, there you go. She says she's she might be bringing that gold home. Yeah, she she seemed pretty confident uh, that you know, hey, her and Naomi is going to walk out as the first ever women's tag team champions, and she's going to. I tell you what, uh, whether it's them, whether it's Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, or the Iconics, I I, I picked the Iconics obviously to win. Uh, hopefully they show up Monday, you know, so that way we can kind of get the first look of the new first ever women's tag team champions, and we get they get get to see that gold, uh, those belts yes. in person. That would be really really cool. So uh, fingers crossed for me personally, or for us personally, that a SmackDown team wins it, so that way we could see it Monday night here at the Late Charles Civic Center. But if a raw, if you know, if a raw team wins, then the folks heading over to Lafayette Monday night, they're going to get to see that, see it firsthand in Lafayette at the Cajun Dome. That's where Monday Night Raw will be on Monday night. So, yeah, um, thanks for listening. If you are listening to our podcast, make sure you hit us with a like, you hit us with a subscribe, you hit us with a comment, so we can put, be putting the algorithm on your preferred pl- uh, podcasting platform. Dude, this Bang Energy drink is just giving me the burps. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what them energy drinks do. I don't drink those energy <laughs> drinks, though. I tried to burp off to the side. Did you catch any of those? I did not. I don't Good. Think. I was hoping. As you long would. as it's over there. Because they were, man, this, this like, this like thug dude just keeps walking back and forth downstairs. I don't even notice. Uh, anyways. Hey, this is our first episode on Wrestle Wrap Up, the YouTube channel. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, big shout out to Wrestle Wrap Up for letting us, for allowing us to yeah. be on their YouTube channel. They're going to post our um, our episodes there from from now on. So big thanks to Wrestle Wrap Wrestle Wrap Up. Be sure to go follow them there on YouTube. And yeah, are yeah. there any other social platforms? I, I don't know, know Twitter for sure. They're on Twitter as well. Wrestle Wrap Up uh, is another place you'll be able to listen to the average mark. So big thanks to Wrestle Wrap Up for having us. Yeah, he posts a lot of content. Um, so if you're looking for news, or you're looking for rumors, Wrestle Wrap Up is where you need to be. Go ahead and subscribe to it. Yes, sir. <coughs> I'm trying right. to think if there's anything else to say before we get out of here. Well, I, I, feel, I, I, I feel like there I, is. I, oh, weather permitting. Yeah. We're going to be doing that live stream Monday Yep, at the Civic Center. Hopefully we can catch some superstars to come over in our little nook and cranny over by the gate. But you said there's uh, – 50% rain, and knowing southwest Louisiana, by the time it gets to Monday, it's going to be 80-90%. Yeah, so if I can – actually, I can pull it up here really, really quick and give a little weather forecast for Monday. You uh, know, our city, Lake Charles, Louisiana, and you can check this out. We are 
always in the top 10 rainiest cities in the U.S. And a lot of times we're in the top five. And last year, I know we got to be in the top three because it rained so much. And then this year, it's, a, it's about the same. It rains all the time. So on Monday, 30% chance of showers, mainly afternoon, which is not good. Partly sunny with a high near 62. And then Monday night, 50% chance of shower. So probably between 30 and 50% chance of rain uh, for us Monday afternoon. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. But we're, we got some tents. Maybe we could try and get up a tent and we just put the equipment under under a tent or we can actually keep what did it say that, because i thought the i thought it was going to be windy too did it say wind gusts around 20 oh i closed it out it's going to be that dadgum sideways rain dude let's see uh yeah northeast wind around 15 miles per hour as gust high as 20 uh 15 yeah so it's gonna be windy too so yeah, it's gonna be very i don't know man i don't i don't feel comfortable having your equipment out there and we'll 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 we'll, we'll see on monday we're gonna be here down the street monday we're gonna kind of did you get an insurance no. Okay. <laughs> I did not. We'll figure something out. If we just have to do it through our phones. It's not, and it, It's not looking good. If we have to just do it through our phones, so be it. You know, yeah. well, I'll, I'll get us a little, you know, I'll do it. We'll do it through the phone or something. We'll, we'll figure it out. Well, we, we have we have backup plans. Yeah. It may not sound and look as good as this right now, but do we? Uh, we do. Oh, okay. We do. I do, at least in my head right now. We can discuss them as what, uh, we go. What number iPhone do you have? It's iPhone 7. Is that the one that's uh, water resistant? Uh... I don't know. I've okay. never I've never tested it, so guess we'll find out Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Dad gum it, this weather. All right, let's go ahead and do our second outro here yeah, yeah, yeah. for the for the podcast. So, all right, big props to Wrestle Wrap Up. Thank you so much. Big ups to Conrad. He's the one that uh, hooked us up with Wrestle yeah, Wrap Up. Yeah, Conrad's been a big time uh, game changer for us for sure. And speaking of game changer, we're about a week away from releasing the information on the Amp Podcast Network. Yeah, so uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. Patrick, do what you do, son. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Remarks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of the Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. For more information on the show, follow us on Twitter and iTunes. AMP is a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com.